here, studio owner. You've put your blood, sweat, and tears into creating a brick-and-mortar business that serves your clients and impacts the community you love. You are my hero. And I'm pretty sure we could sit down and talk like besties do, because I get it. I've had my studio business for over 12 years, a handful of kids, and a few passion projects that I love. Like this one. Hey there, I'm Melissa Rose, your visibility coach for the studio owner who wants more stellar clients coming through their doors, more bank in their bank account, and more time to hang out and be completely present with those they love most. In this podcast, we're going to share the nitty gritty of running a successful studio business, sharing stories, talking strategy, and learning practical tips that leave you inspired, empowered, and equipped to create your epic life every single day. So if you're a dance studio, yoga studio, Pilates studio, or a fitness boutique studio, you are in the right place. Add some kiddos into the mix and maybe a life partner. And I call you a rebel woman. Ready to dive in? Let's. Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome back to Brick and Mortar Visibility. I'm co-host Melissa Rose. So good to be here. It has been a lovely holiday for our family, and I hope that you guys are having a great holiday break as well. Um, If you're studio owners, you might be on break a little bit or just had a few days to enjoy the family. I know the work never ends. There's always something, right? But um, I'm enjoying the slower days and um, hope you are too. I'm super excited about today because uh, let's be real, it took me a while to come up with what I wanted to talk about. Uh, It's the end of the year. I used to be really big into goal setting and I still am, but I feel like needed to do something new this year, right? Uh, I have done some goal setting episodes in the past, so feel free to scroll back. um, I can put them in the show notes too, but um, I always pick a word of the year and um, I talk about how I goal set. But I wanted to give you this one today. I recently listened to an Olympic, uh, Olympic uh, hockey champion, Karen Bai. Um, she is local to our area. And she spoke to a women's group that I'm part of in Stillwater, Minnesota, for those of you that are local. And she brought down the house. And I just want to talk about some of the points that she made that I just related to business because it was so, so good. Before we dive in, I do want to let you know that we have a bunch of free resources on our website. And the latest one is an updated Google workshop. What the heck is that about? That is about being found quicker and being trusted faster and being liked better than your competition all within seconds. And your Google business page does that for you. And so many business owners, in fact, only 44% of business business owners actually claim their Google business profile. And then out of that, 50% actually do anything with it. So by just taking the time and energy to fill it out and do a good job with it, it is literally a one and done project that you revisit once a year. But I go into this, I in this workshop, I go deep and talk about exactly what you need to do to be found quicker and to be trusted faster and to be liked better so that you become the only option in town. So grab that workshop, MsMelissaRose.com forward slash Google workshop. Or if you want to go to MsMelissaRose.com forward slash deals, you'll get a list of all the goodies I have right there that you can grab. All right. I want to talk about 10 things I learned from a hockey Olympic champion. 
Car and Buy is lovely. If you are local I and want to hear her speak in person, she just does a fabulous presentation. Um, connect with me and I will connect you to Karen because she's just lovely. Okay, number one, I loved the challenge. Those are her words. That's why she stuck with hockey for so long. I love the challenge. And as business owners, we have to love the challenge because <laughs> it's more challenge than not, right? So when the days are really, really good, we got to just say thank you and appreciate that they're really good because there's always challenges. There's challenges in marketing and sales. There's challenges with back office systems. There's challenges with teams sometimes. There's challenges with your clients. There's always challenges, but we have to love the challenge and be up for the challenge, all right? Number two, she said, I had to beat my time. Oh my God, I love that. All she worried about was herself. I had to beat my time. I am guilty of looking around and seeing what other people are doing and then comparing myself to them. Does anybody else do that? Does anybody else go, well, she, she has this much in sales. Um, Melissa, she's in a whole different industry. <laughs> I'm totally guilty of this, okay? Um, keep your nose down. I did my best work early on in my business because I just kept my nose down and worried about my work and making sure my tomorrow was better than today. And now that I have grown and I've had some success, I tend to look up a little bit more and see what others are doing. And I'm like, Melissa, just keep your nose down and get to work and um, worry about your best. Okay. Just make sure your tomorrow is better than today. Number three, Karen Bai said, I had to find ice. What is that? How can I relate that to business? Of course I can relate it to business. I had to figure out a way. I had to find ice. She talks about going to different colleges and practicing on the men's team and, you know, practicing rec, going to the rec teams just so she could get on the ice. She didn't care. She loved it so much and was good at it and wanted to get better. She didn't care. She was not better than anybody. And she did that. And that really hit home for me because sometimes, you know, you might think this, this relationship isn't worth investing in or you're not really present. I was talking to another business owner where they said, I was always looking for the next best thing and I wasn't present with who was in front of me. And I, they felt they missed some opportunities. And I just don't ever want to be better than anybody or think that I'm better than anybody. As my dad says, we all put our pants on the same way and we can learn from everybody. So I, that one just hit home for me. Um, and obviously there's a reason. Number four, discipline in all areas. Okay. I love business owners because we realize a lot of, we have learned a lot of things and we have um, applied them not just to our business, but into our family and into our faith, into our health, because we know that we need to be disciplined. I was just listening to a Mel Robbins podcast on, okay, first of all, she's amazing, y'all. God, if you have not listened to her podcast, she's just, she's on fire. I'm so proud of her because I've been following her for years. So I'm like, finally, you have a podcast. But anyway, she talked about on her podcast about um, distractions and like, um, taking tests and college kids and success. Um, it wasn't willpower. It was strategic planning. Like, okay, I'm going to work on this 
here at this time. Brooke Castillo talks about the one hour Monday, planning out your week and everything that you have to do has to be delegated. Okay, so that discipline and being Discipline, like I'm not going to work out. Okay, I'm going to try and work out after lunch. No, you. It has to be in there. It has to be part of your thing. People ask me, Melissa, how in the world do you get up every day and walk at six a.m.? You guys, I love it. I freaking love it, and that is why I'm so disciplined because I love it. I wake up and it's my like beautiful time of the day, and. I don't miss it because I love it. So in order to be disciplined, do the things that you love and delegate the things you don't. So discipline in all areas of your life. Number five, being brave and putting yourself in a situation. Okay, so Karen talks about this time when she's at the Olympics and she is... She sees... Okay, I'm not a hockey player. Wayne Gretzky, right? That's his name, right? I, I don't know who this guy is, but apparently he's a big deal. So she sees him having breakfast by himself. And she's like, oh my gosh, there he is. She's totally starstruck. But she goes, you know what? I'm going to go. I'm going to go introduce myself and just say hi. And she goes, and then we had the most amazing conversation and breakfast together. And I just love that because how often do we get in our head thinking, mm, no, no. I'm not ready to, no, I'm not big enough. No, I'm not, I don't have enough clout or I don't have enough experience to talk to somebody, to pitch yourself, to make a connection, to ask for a collaboration. I love that. Put yourself in those brave, be brave and put yourself in those situations. Number six, Karen Bai says, you are here to do a job. Mm, so good. <laughs> even when we don't feel like it. I'm a farm girl. For those of you that don't know, I grew up on a dairy farm. And the reason a dairy farm is different than any other farm is because cows needed to get milked. Um, and we milk cows twice a day. And yours truly actually milk cows, okay? I also showed cows. And um, didn't always like it, y'all. Didn't love it, but it had to get done. And I was in, in our family, that's what we did. And... You could say we maybe didn't have a choice, but it wasn't like, we just did it. We helped out. You did it, okay? Um, There's things in your business that you know have to get done. You're here to do a job, okay? And some days it's easier than others, Um, but I love that. I'm here to do a job. I'm going to put 110 into this right now, what's in front of me. Number seven, this one hit home with a lot of business owners in the room, visualization, visualization. Karen talked a lot about um, the sports psychology of visualizing. And she said when they actually went to the Olympics, and I should, I am sorry, I didn't tell you, she, they won the gold medal and then came back the next year, next time and won the silver medal in Salt Lake City. So I think the gold was in, was it in Japan? Can't remember. I'll look that up. Um, but she, it doesn't matter. She's got two freaking Olympic medals and um, is a great speaker. Um, but the visualization, she said, we, by the time they actually got to the Olympics, she said, I felt like I'd been there already. You know, so it was, it, she said it wasn't like anticlimactic, but it was like we had been visualizing for so long everything, not just the game, but like walking in, what it would feel like, what would we be wearing, you know, who would we sit by, you know, all those things. And so that when the time came, you weren't like 
overly anxious. You were just present and taking it in. And visualization is such a big deal. We talk about it a lot in business, which I love. But Mel Robbins also says, we got to visualize the hard stuff. You don't visualize winning the, or not even winning, crossing the finish line to a marathon. You got to visualize running in the rain. You got to envision those eight mile runs or 12 mile or 22 mile runs when, you know, you'd rather be sleeping. You have to envision all the stuff. So when I put a big goal on my paper, I really envision like, yeah, I want to be on this podcast or yes, I want to speak in front of this audience, but I envision myself writing the email, pitching, creating the content, um, you know, listing out on my list of people that I'm going to reach out to and growing that list. And so that way, when I do get the, when I do get the accepted offer, or when I do get that opportunity, it's like, yes, I am super excited. Don't get me wrong, but it's like, yes, I have been planning and preparing for this. So visualization, it was super fun. And the whole room just really ate that up because we talk a lot about it in business, um, but the sports psychology of it all too. And they, they did it a lot. Number eight, don't be afraid to ask for anything. She has some amazing stories traveling around the world with the Olympics um, and you know different cultures. And she learned to ask. Um, and I recently hired an, a teacher in my studio that studied abroad. And that's what she said too. She goes, I have been, she goes, one of my greatest qualities is I'm not afraid to ask. And oh my gosh, so, so I learned so much. I was like, you're right, you're right. And I just had a business owner, Brittany, who was on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. She said, don't be afraid to ask because otherwise it's always a no. You never know. And I'm like, that has been just pounded in my head lately. Like, don't be afraid to ask. Ask. It's always a no unless. And I struggle with that. Um, but don't be afraid to ask for anything. Number nine, accept people as they are and that they bring something to the table. Love that. I mean, she talked about that with her team members because there's team members that didn't get maybe ice time or as much ice time. Um, there were team members that maybe she didn't get along with as well as others, especially the second time they went to the Olympics. Um, but she learned that everybody brought something to the table and just learning to work with each other. And they're traveling and they're in tight quarters and they're practicing all day and eating together. I mean, there's not much, they're probably bunking, you know, a couple people in a room. So, you know, not a lot of alone time that would really stress me out as an introvert, but everybody brings something, something to the table. And that's just a good life lesson. And finally, number 10, only worry about what you can control. I love that for business, for everything, right? Um, Worrying takes away today's peace. Um, There's only, you can't control anything outside of what you can do today. If it's, you know, going to the yoga class, if it's making a good dinner, if it's reading to your kids or wherever you are in your stage of life, you can only control what you do and you say and everything else, let go, let God. That's what I say. So I just love these 10 things that I learned from Karn Bai. She is an Olympic champion on the hockey team 
and um, I just like just scribbled these down and like these totally apply to business as well and I hope you enjoy them as we think about going into 2023 y'all if you have been in business before 2020 and are still in business you are amazing because it's been a freaking roller coaster it's been hard it's been frustrating it's been unbelievable at times and now we're heading into 2023 and we are so much stronger we are so much more resilient and we are probably even more passionate about what we do because we have been proven that we are validated that we are needed that our community wants us but that we genuinely love and want our business to work We've stuck with it, and it says so much about you. So I send you a virtual hug and a high five and wishing you nothing but amazing, amazingness for 2023 because you deserve it. You deserve it. I would love to hear from you. If you resonated with this podcast, please hit me up in the DMs, uh, message me, email me, melissa at thedancinghouse.com. And um, if you want to take part of that Google workshop, it is new and improved and, oh my gosh, so, so good. <laughs> kind of geeking out on it, but it's so good. Um, go to MsMelissaRose.com forward slash Google workshop to grab your free copy of that. And with no further ado, I'm wishing you a beautiful, happy holidays and we'll catch you next year. Peace out, y'all.